Good morning and welcome to the Social Collectives Podcast. We are on episode 19. Woohoo! Woo. So uh, today we have our friend Aaron Sefchik with Bach to Rock. Hello, and hello. He is our valued guest. Thank you, thank you. Thank you for being here, sir. We love it when you're on. You have so much fun stuff to share. Yeah, absolutely. And we have Alina Gardizi with The Great Escape. Hi. And Andy. Angie Urshans. <laughs> it's an interesting morning, guys. Yeah, I like Andy, too. But Angie Urshans. And so we're going to talk today about podcasting. Yay. I'm so excited. Me, too. So you say you do live streaming. What's the difference? Well, we live stream the church services at Oakton United Methodist. So we just have cameras up there. My pastor and I have also done a few episodes of like a YouTube show, you know, where we chat back and forth. But I'm curious about the podcasting thing. So when you say live, what platforms do you use for live? The live streaming goes out to Facebook, which occasionally we get pulled off of if we play the wrong song or something. (laughs) Um, And then YouTube. Okay. What do you mean you get pulled off if you play the wrong song? Copyright Uh, copyright infringement. Um, They will, uh, even though we have, I've got to figure out, we haven't quite figured out you know, marking mm-hmm. our CCLI license and stuff like that on, you know, I don't know how you tell Facebook that you're allowed to, to play music, but most of the time it's fine. But every now and then, if we get a more contemporary song going, mm-hmm. they get upset with us. And yeah. one day I realized okay. I was the only one watching it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, there were a bunch of people watching a little bit ago. Now it shows one. <laughs> oh, no. wonder who that could be. <laughs> That's awesome. I started getting text messages. It was while we weren't allowed to have in-person worship. So we were at the church live streaming, just the worship team. And uh, I started getting text messages from friends like, hey, what happened? Where'd it go? I feel like like that's legit being your own biggest fan. It really is, you know. I love that. I think it's a great service. So as long as it's there for me, but you know. it, it saves itself. So you could potentially repost somewhere well, else we, because we have it on YouTube. You know, it's there. Oh, good. Um, and it, they don't they don't rip us off the air or anything like Facebook does. They leave it out there, and then you get a little notification that you um, have a copyright claim, and you can email and, your license, and you may be restricted in Denmark, which. Is, oh, no. is sad for but all of our fans in Denmark. Isn't Denmark voted the happiest Seriously? place on earth or the most healthy or something? I, it, it, Maybe it appears the most to be healthy. a great company or country. I think huh? so. But Maybe I guess if you're they, healthy, you're happy. They are very careful about what they let their people listen to. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm to really this. curious now. <laughs> Yeah, I thought it was fascinating. I'm like, it may be restricted in these areas. And the main one was Denmark. I'm like, okay. I mean, if they want to, I believe we have a large contingent of worshipers there, but you never know. Yeah. Well, that's sad for them. (laughs) Um, Okay. So, Mr. Sefchik. Yes. Can you give us some reasons why I know from personally, from the collective standpoint, how amazing and impactful the podcast has been for mm-hmm. not only our sponsors, the charities, our members, our small business owners, us as a team, mm-hmm. but just it's been beyond what I had imagined. Yeah, as far yeah so as what's the, the why? Like, yeah. why do we podcast? Why does it make sense for people to invest in this form of marketing? Yeah, I mean, you're listening right now. <laughs> Yay, guys! <laughs> Proud of you. And, and it's funny because when I go to events, and I asked the audience, you know, who here has listened to the podcast? Almost all of the hands go up. 
The yeah. engagement is incredible. And it's amazing because, you know, at the same time, in the back of my mind, I'm think I, I always chuckle after I ask that question mm-hmm. because it is a blatant observation that look how engaged your audience can be. Mm-hmm. And you can take advantage of that for not a lot of money. Right. The way to advertise through podcasting is it's something that you can connect. I, I think to myself sometimes, if Lisa were to sell something or if we were to give away something, mm-hmm. how many people would, would take advantage of that? Mm-hmm. Almost every single member would go, yeah, absolutely I would mm-hmm. because I believe in you. Mm-hmm. I trust you. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're in the room with me and mm-hmm. I've created a bond with you. I may have never even met you in real life, but that doesn't matter. I feel close to you through this thing called podcasting. That actually happened to us. A lot. So we were at the Oak Health Club Coffee and was it Brigitte Burgo? I think so. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, not, I'm pronouncing that wrong. But anyway, Brigitte, shout out girl. <laughs> um, so anyway, she came and she was like, you know, I just wanted to meet you and Alina. I feel like I know you Alina. guys from the podcast. And it was just really surprising for me because I was like, oh, wow. I mean, Mm -hmm. cool. Yeah. And we learned certain things about you from the posts, right? And even Mm -hmm. meeting you a few times in person. But then when the podcast started and I started listening, you get so much more insight. Like you have more of a chance Mm -hmm. to chat. Like at the coffees, you've got you know, 50 or 100 people trying to talk to you and you're busy, you know, you've got other focus. Well, so like Aaron this says, was a great way to listen in on your chats. Aaron you know. says you're in their heads and mm-hmm. it kind of is that way. So like, imagine you're a small business owner. Imagine that. Ooh. It's going to be a chuckle. It's a stretch. But if you can imagine that, then you have a special. So for me, let's say I've not done this, but I'm going to start doing something, I guess, maybe in the future. But let's say artisan plumbing, I give you a tip on water heaters are, the price of water heaters are going up. Okay, again. So they've gone up insane amounts, like just from steel and shipping Mm -hmm. and the different things like that. So let's say they're going to go up 30% in February. Okay, I'm not saying that's happening. It's probably (laughs) happening. I don't know. Um, But, you know, we're going to do a... $100 off water heater right now for everybody who's a veteran, okay, or whatever. I'm going to get that word out way faster Mm -hmm. and more efficiently and successfully through a podcast than I am on just about any other platform. Because in Facebook, even as the admin, I'll post something, pin it to the top, Mm -hmm. and it'll get like very few views or even likes. So I know that the this is the way to go for advertising. There's just so many positives to podcasting. You can spend an hour, half hour, however long you want on a post. Go to Canva. You have to make it up. You have to think about the wording mm-hmm. and what you want to portray. You've already lost a half an hour, 45 minutes, something mm-hmm. like that. In that same time, you can have a conversation with somebody or have a bullet point or three that you talk to your audience about And that value is so much more because even when you post, you don't know what kind of, you usually do know what kind of engagement you get. Usually it's pretty low Mm -hmm. um, because you're, as I say, lost in the scroll. People just Mm kind of go through your feed really quickly Mm -hmm. just to see if there's anything that happened today. I say, use that time wisely. If you're going to have a good conversation, because usually you're talking about your industry or 
if you're somebody who is on top of your industry and you know the ins and outs, like you were saying, mm -hmm. Lisa, that's good information to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And especially if your industry is a changing market week mm -hmm. to week, like real estate, if you're a realtor mm -hmm. out there and you're the kind of person who's on top of the trends, huh, you should a be podcasting. podcast is a wonderful way to mm -hmm. tell your audience on a weekly basis what's happening in the market, what mm -hmm. to look out for, things that, that your customers may not have a whole lot of insight on, but your knowledge on a weekly basis would be so much value. Mm -hmm. Let's take it a different way. Let's just say, okay, that's, yes, that's all well and good. Another way a podcast can help you is, is that, okay, let's just say you want to get out there and be maybe not the top dog, but you would at least want to start meeting some people within your field. A mm -hmm. podcast is a wonderful way to start now collaborating. Don't look at other businesses as competition. That's not the way to look at the nope. market. These are your people on your side. They hold interests, the same interests that you do, and you can collaborate and, and build each other up. Yeah, That's a wonderful way to say, oh, well, now I have the opportunity to talk to this person or this person. Mm -hmm. And the more that you get more notoriety for these things, maybe now you can talk at some kind of event because you're getting that word out. You're starting to get known for you and your knowledge. Podcasting has so many ways that can just build you and your business up and make you just so viewable to so many people. Oh my gosh. As you're speaking, I'm thinking of all the people in the plumbing field and HVAC field, the trades that I want to interview. Mm -hmm. So I don't know who the owner of Michael's and Son is. I assume he's Michael. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> by now it might be a son. Or one of his sons. But I want to interview them. And I know John Nugent with John Nugent Plumbing. You know, he's somebody who I ran into at a cafe and I could tell that he had on the swag and I was like, oh, that's definitely the owner. So I went over and introduced myself as the owner of Artisan Plumbing and he couldn't have been nicer. Mm -hmm. Like he wanted to give me a tour of the facility. He told me we're not charging enough. I was like, <laughs> you know, things like that. The one like, thing Lisa tells everyone else. I tell everybody you're not charging enough. And then I hear I got the same thing from the guy up the ladder. We all do. Right? So it was really a nice warm reception. And that comes from somebody who's been in the industry since, the, I don't know, the 50s or mm -hmm. 60s. He's been around a long time. And he's wise. So that's exactly what you were just saying. So I'm going to reach out to them. So I'm going to do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Love I mean, that. The way that I always think about it and I tell my clients is, look, I know you're just starting off or we're at step 19, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> but look into the future and think of somebody in your field that is a dream. There's no way they would talk to me. There's just no way they would talk to me, whoever that is. Oprah, if you're listening, we want you on our podcast. <laughs> okay, so let's o it's Oprah. How can I get to Oprah? Mm -hmm. I'm not going to talk to her assistant tomorrow, mm -hmm. but I can certainly start making a list of the third person down for her. Mm -hmm. Somebody part of her team, somebody who knows her, some something, somewhere. I can start to make a contact. And then it may be a year, half a year, I can start working that more, start making relationships. That way, yeah, you might actually have an opportunity to sit down and talk with Oprah for 15 minutes. She might say, yeah, absolutely, why not? This sounds like an interesting opportunity. Cool. Sure. So start building your way backwards in terms of, okay, if there's somebody in your field that you're like, oh, 
I would love to be able to talk to them. There's no way that would happen. You don't know that. Mm-hmm. And, okay. don't, and don't think just locally, think globally as well and think internet as well because there's a lot of quote unquote, I know we're not using this term so much in 2023 anymore, but influencers mm-hmm. that are out there on YouTube or wherever, vlogs, those people have just as much validity. Mm-hmm. They have millions of followers. Mm. So think about all kinds of platforms where you can say, okay, I want to be embedded in this area and I want to rise myself up because dang it, I know a lot about what I'm doing Mm. and I'm passionate about it and people feed off of that. Yeah. I would love to reach out to some more of the philanthropic people in the country Mm -hmm. who we're kind of learning as we go, you know, on a very small level what it's like to work with different charities and nonprofits and what you need to ask for, what you expect in return. Mm-hmm. We've been, you know, very pleased with the charities that we've worked with, but we've seen room for improvement as well where we're like, okay, maybe that's something we should have presented to them in advance. These right. are our expectations. Right. So we can learn slowly or we can interview people, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I would, I don't know who the philanthropic uh, people are. I have to research that. Yeah. Well, Oprah's definitely Oprah. one of them. So <laughs> I really do want to try. That's my goal. I don't know about y'all. You heard but- it from here. <laughs> Guess what? <laughs> one day. Oh my gosh. That would be so amazing. Wouldn't it? That's somebody I would love to interview. Like yeah. the one woman that interviews everyone else. I would love to, I know that this is just so everybody wants this, but I would love to interview Elon Musk. I kind of would too. I've been listening to his autobiography and yeah. I love him so much. I'm curious, very curious. So emotional. And you know, the thing is, it's like he comes off as just like a little robotic and you know, he's probably, I don't know if it's Asperger's or I don't know. But I love all of it about him. I love all of his, all of his stuff. And I think the one time I saw him get really emotional was when he was talking about his mentors as a child, like, you know, the astronauts that the first ones to walk on the moon and how it was so important to him to impress them, for them to be proud of him when he built SpaceX, right? Mm -hmm. And they don't want anything to do with him. And they've been publicly against it. I mean, they're pro-NASA. It's not a competition like you were saying before. And he actually teared up and said it really, really, really broke his heart. They wouldn't even come out and do a tour. And so, you know, there's that's somebody that I want to dig into. Yeah. I mean, and I think it's worth that conversation because there's more to everyone. And when it's people like Elon Musk or, you know, Amazon's Jeff Bezos or, you know, Apple, like something where you literally did change the world. Everybody Mm -hmm. is using your product. You're seeing it everywhere. The fact that you came up with even like the simplest iPod or iPhone, you know, when, where, how, why? Like we all have goals. We all have dreams. How can we be the next Apple? How can we do this? And to sort of get into their head and see what they're thinking. Like, I think podcasting is probably the, one of the easiest ways to do that. Absolutely. Because with the journalism background and interviewing people, I was shocked at people that said yes in a second. Yeah. You know, like, Ariana Huffington, I interviewed her and all it took was one conversation with someone else who I didn't know was connected to her or just randomly like reaching out to HP and getting their CMO like to talk to me about a quote like that stuff matters. And if you are talking about what makes a difference and helps others and you're growing, people will notice you. And imagine 
imagine circling back, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, imagine if we posted about this, right? So we met with these people. Let's say I had the opportunity to meet with Elon Musk. You're meeting with Oprah Winfrey. Um, you know, uh, I'm also going to meet with Oprah because she's she's yeah, a giver. I think this needs to be um, a group thing because I want to meet you all too. I, I don't want to be okay. left out of that. We're going to have like 50 chairs around here. <laughs> like, I'm going to be at that. We interview. get to talk to Elon Musk and Oprah. Um, okay, so imagine we don't have the podcast, but we do write about it, take a picture, a selfie, mm-hmm. and yeah. then we post it. Even as amazing as that would be, it would get not that many views and not that many likes, and it would be irrelevant shortly there. And if it's in the and group, you wouldn't be able you to can't find it share later. It. Right. Yeah. You can't share what's in the group or outside the group. Right. right. So right. it's not going viral because there's only so but many of us. If yeah. there's a video or a podcast or something, then it has. Yeah. It stays. Yeah. It I, doesn't just disappear into the Facebook. And I will say that I am not one to say that podcasting is the only thing that you right. should be doing. I think it's a great addition to everything, to everything else. else that you should be doing. Yeah. Uh, I know there's a lot and it takes a lot of effort to do all of the things. You need a social media manager. We all need one, but we can't afford one. So we all do it ourselves, which is time consuming and for a lot of us, just not fun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and you have I've, work to do. You've got work to do. I'd much <laughs> yeah. rather be working on the business rather than in the business. Mm-hmm. So podcasting is just one way that's really fast, quick, and easy. Uh, you still have to write your blogs. You still have to make your social media posts. But it just makes it so much easier because if you go into it with the mindset of, I have something, I have an interview that I have to do, and it's going to go over these bullet mm-hmm, points, mm-hmm. that is your content. So I just think that podcasts, because it's so easily done, and you can transcribe your conversation, which mm-hmm. works towards SEO. I wish Leslie were here because I would talk to her right. about that because it's so extremely important. But transcribing your podcast and then putting it up as a blog. Mm-hmm. It's easy. You don't have to really put a whole lot of thought into it. You can kind of skim it and put, you know, your corrections in, but for the most part, it's easy to do. It's really easy to do. You don't have to you don't have to do yourself up in front of a camera because editing video is a whole different level of things. Mm. So starting with a base of the podcast, then you can kind of outsource you can branch off from there with that content. Absolutely. So you can move from that to very easily to your blog. You have now got, you know, content laid out mm-hmm. um, and easy to share. You can take and any YouTube. of YouTube. Yeah. And uh, I just got done talking to Michelle Goodwin about how you can take your podcast and link it up to something called Headliner and take clips. You can take 30-second clips of something oh, awesome. that was really good, like, that nugget of information that we talked about for 30 seconds, mm-hmm. I can take it to headliner. They'll put a little graphic on it of, you know, a little squiggly lining of you guys talking, mm-hmm. maybe put your branding in the background and there's your 30 second reel. Wow. I love that. It's easy to mm-hmm. do. It's, it's a no brainer. I mean, there's a lot you can do with it. And I mean, even we're not doing it and we should look into it as the collectives, but that's kind of the point. If it is your business, if this is how you're making money, if this is how you want to grow, like it's now or never. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, 2023. So not to be a downer and I'm staying optimistic and I know we live in an amazing bubble, which, you know, gets mm-hmm. hit last, gets hit least and recovers quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank God for that. But 
moving into 2023, and I'm not a, you know, I'm crystal ball, but a lot of people that know more than I do are saying it's going to be a rough year financially. Mm. So I do think that having a podcast and being able to move your content around so easily to different platforms from it and get your message out there to a wider audience is, and really I'd prefer to listen than read, is going to be important for a lot of, a lot of everybody, really. And I think a very important thing over all of this is a podcast gives you a voice. You listening to me right now know how I am as a person. Mm-hmm. You can hear it in my voice. We love you. You can hear it in your voice, Lisa. You can hear it in your voice, mm. Lenny. And it's you as well, Angie. You can hear who we are as people. And you, you on the other side of that listening say, I would love to have a conversation with them. They, they sound like good people. And mm-hmm. I want that communication. I want that togetherness. You're not going to get that in a post. Mm-mm. You're nope. just not. I don't care how great your selfie is. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, it, that's saying a lot. It, it's not about that. You know, like people are scared. They're like, well, I don't want to be on camera. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't like the sound of my voice. This, that. We're very critical of what we do and what we want to put out there. Yes. And I think... With the podcast, you sort of have that shelter to where you don't have to make it a video where you're just talking with your friends and you forget it's recording. Yeah, it's super easy. It's so nice. I love it. It's so organic and it's real. Um, and I always yeah. feel like invigorated after. Like, I'm like, that was good. Every yeah. podcast Aaron edits and I hear, I'm like, oh my gosh, best one yet. And, it's, <laughs> and I really do think it's because... We might think of it as regular conversation, but when you listen back, you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe we, you know, address this, 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 and this. And I love when this person said this and hopefully it's helping other people. Some of these episodes have been so impactful. Like I've listened to some, I only have a 15 minute commute each way. So I, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, it takes me a couple days to get through an episode, but (laughs) but it's been wonderful. Like Mm -hmm. I get home and I sit in my driveway for a few extra minutes while I get to the end of this. That's what we want. (laughs) I'm not spending the rest of the hour in the pot, in the part, in the driveway, but you know, I do, I'm like, oh wait, I have to finish what, like last week, what, what's Renee saying? Like I need to finish hearing what she's saying. Renee was such a value to the podcast. It really was. Really has so much information. Mm -hmm. And anybody that. that we get in, right? Like anybody that we interview, all our guests, when they leave, all of a sudden they're almost your new best friend. Like Mm -hmm. you feel like you've seen a side to them that you didn't know, like what Renee shared about depression and what she went through, Mm -hmm. what Michelle shared about her journey. You get this connection with them that you didn't have before. And it makes that even more special. I also like, you know, one of the things that I used to like to do would be videos or Facebook lives with specifically businesses who would reach out to me and say, how do I get this word out about this product or blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, Mm. it's a super confusing product, first of all. So writing about it is going to take a while and nobody's going to read it. I mean, really talking about it is easy. You know, like, okay, let's talk about your coaching program. What kind of coach are you? What specifically do you focus on? There's so many different types of coaches. And I think that the podcast, especially for coaches, lifestyle coaches, Mm -hmm. weight loss coaches, business 
parenting coaches, you have to have a podcast. Oh, there's so many. I mean, I just think about all the podcasts that are out there currently and all the podcasts that should be out there. If you're in nutrition, you should be in the mm-hmm. podcast. Mm-hmm. If you're into real estate, you should have a podcast. Mm-hmm. If you're an equestrian, you should have a podcast. If you're into, I yeah. mean, there's so many opportunities for everyone to be and. <laughs> a lot of what, what I get from clients is, yeah, but I don't know what to talk about. Yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. You, you just absolutely, don't think you know. Yes. All you have to do is sit down with a piece of paper and go one to 52. There's a whole year's worth of information. It doesn't even have to be in-depth information. Mm-hmm. Just talk about whatever you know about to some extent, and there will be value there. Mm-hmm. That's all you have to do. And it's then- not hard. Aaron, you've said this in the past and we've talked about it. Like if somebody has a free course you can download, if somebody has, you know, materials they want to push, if somebody has a course, something, the podcasting is the way to go. Do you want to talk a little bit more about that? Sure. On a business end, a podcast is a way to build that like trust factor with mm-hmm. your audience, which is extremely important. That's mm-hmm. that's how our audience now knows us. Right. But if you are a business, especially like someone like Leslie, who mm-hmm. is putting out a course, so I will put that out there. Yeah. <laughs> so, SEO so, course. So Michelle Goodwin with Join the yes. Coconut, we are manifesting um, <laughs> this new course for Leslie Racinos with local SEO. <laughs> And listening to Michelle's new podcast. That's right. <laughs> yes. That's right. So yeah, it's something like that where you have a course that's available and your audience now trusts and likes you. Well, now here's an excellent opportunity. And we're uh, just being honest. We're all business people. Mm-hmm. That's your funnel. Right. You're pulling people into your funnel. And the more that they're engaged with you, the more likely they are to purchase from you, whether that's a course that you have, a PD, and it doesn't even have to be a purchase. Just to get them on your email list Mm -hmm. is huge. Email lists are not going away anytime Mm -hmm. soon. They're one of the best ways to contact your direct customer. So getting emails is so important. Or text marketing at this point. Like that's really really big. You can't do that without this either. Absolutely. So getting just an email. Okay, well, don't get them to purchase something. Just come out with, like you said, a a PDF. Mm -hmm. Here's 10 things about plumbing that you need to know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. If it's free and I need to know it. and you all Here's my number. Just send it to me. If all you need is my name and number, sure. Done. Yeah. And now you've helped them out and now you can send them promotional material that, yeah. hey, if you need a hot water heater, guess what? Mm-hmm. You're, you're going to want to come to me. Yeah. I feel like you, you have to, you know, it's so hard for us to be comfortable on the platform that we're like Facebook, I'm super comfortable on Facebook, spent the past three years really building the groups, mm-hmm. but I'm not comfortable with email. And I know that's super, super important. Oh yeah. So we have to look at the areas that we're not necessarily thriving in and successful in and grow in those areas because mm-hmm. um, email and Instagram are two that I am, I've got to focus on in 2023. Yeah. I, I, for me, same thing like MailChimp, uh, all of those building a campaign. Mm-hmm. It, there's a lot to it. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to it. So I know, again, we, we wear many, many hats and it's hard to wear all of them. Mm-hmm. We got to prioritize in terms of what, what comes first. 
But yeah, there's so many things that goes into running a business. It's just, it can be overwhelming. Yeah, it really can. So I feel like, you know, the other thing is just because you can do something doesn't mean you should do something. That's correct. Mm -hmm. Find out where you want to be, where you can spend time and be there. Mm -hmm. Like develop that. That's what I've done with the Facebook groups. Um, I enjoy doing it. I can do it and I've done it. Mm -hmm. So, but I do feel like, that Instagram kind of goes easily with Facebook. And that's something that we can kind of push in 2023 without too much trouble. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I would probably hire somebody to work for the web, the website stuff, emails, because I just, that's not my cup of tea. I know that it's necessary. It's just not going to be me doing it. Yeah. The other part of your question is, where is your time most valuable? Mm -hmm. I may enjoy as a business owner, I may enjoy editing, but I need to be spending my time somewhere else because somebody else can do that's, that. That's why for you pay you. me to edit your podcast. <laughs> right. <laughs> but you, again, you shouldn't be doing that in your business. Right. You should be paying attention to your platform, your content. Creating is more important. That's exactly than, right. right. Yeah. So, yes, there are times when, yes, it's extremely important to expand yourself as a person. I should know more about MailChimp and email, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to dedicate this much time and this much effort to it. That way I'm in the know, but I'm going to hire somebody else to do that. Right. And I'll know whether they're doing it well or not with the information that I have. And like LinkedIn, I totally would hire somebody to do LinkedIn. Mm. So email and LinkedIn are not my, I know they're super important and I get a lot of value from reading other people's content Mm. in LinkedIn, but that's just not my vibe. And so- I, that's something I would also outsource. Yeah. And I think as you're going into a new year, looking back at where you got your biggest bang for the buck last year or mm-hmm. where you think you should be focusing, you know, it's mm-hmm. a great way to start the year. That's something our team is getting ready to do next weekend is go back through all of our events and activities for the last year and Reflect. see, is this something we carry forward into 2023? Do we want to keep doing it? If we do, how are we going to change it? How are we going to improve mm-hmm. it? How do we get the biggest impact out of that? Mm-hmm. So I think business owners, charities, whatever, you know, I think it's a great idea to go back and and reflect and see what you can do to innovate for the new year, you know, podcasting or the MailChimp or whatever. Well, you know, and speaking of that, this is a little bit off subject, but moving into the new year and trying to drop what doesn't work and add what does, I think it was Lindsay Jo Crenshaw who told Sonia Boucher, (laughs) I'm saying that wrong too. Um, That's how I say it in my mind, by the way, Sonia. (laughs) Um, Is, um, you know, that why are we in Loudoun going from place to place to place to place and just asking every month for a new venue? Yeah, it's nice to highlight all the different venues, but it's gotten to a point where it kind of needs to be something a little bit more stable. So she said, why don't you just find a location that's dedicated to six months? I was like, okay, that's such a great idea. So we asked, and I think we've got somewhere for a year now. And then we can do all of our evites with the charities, all the sponsors, all batched out, ready to go for the entire year where it's done. Yeah. Amazing. Takes all the planning and and trouble off of our plate. That's, that was just such a great idea. Mm -hmm. So that's where we're moving forward with. And I taking off the trouble of having to find these locations and searching for all the sponsors at the last minute and then Mm -hmm. hyping up the event. Yeah. Like it's planned. Right. Yeah. yeah. Cannot wait to announce that. I know. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's going to be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And the, uh, the, the one, one last thing I will say about podcasting is 
it doesn't have to be what you hear currently. Mm -hmm. uh, I provide a service where we can all come into a room and have professional grade microphones and I edit and this provides an opportunity for us to be face-to-face. -face. Mm -hmm. A podcast does not have to be that. I have plenty of people that I've come across where they just have their iPhone mm -hmm. and that's their podcast. I help a lot with that process as well. A lot of people don't know how to take it to the next level or how do I get a better sound, especially in this day and age of remote meetings. Mm -hmm. There was a lady that I just met, spent two grand on a whole new system because she had to get into remote and making sure that it was presentable for her clients. Okay, well, what does that mean? Where do I go? What is hosting? Mm -hmm. How do I get it out there? How do mm -hmm. I present myself in a good environment? How do I get good sound? How do I, there's a lot of questions. Where do I go? Do I use Zoom? How good is Zoom? Are there other options? <laughs> <laughs> so any of that also is available. It does not have to be something with, you know. So consulting. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have to be buttons and all that kind of stuff. It can be. Yeah. It can be. It depends on. A lot of clients want to present themselves in a very professional manner. This is a very professional manner. We can have people hop off the plane at Dulles, come down here, and have a wonderful conversation. Mm -hmm. Does it have to be that? No. This provides you an opportunity to, to talk to someone like Oprah because most probably we're not going to be able oh, to take man. Oprah to your living room. <laughs> I'm sure that I mean, would be awesome. Mine's fancy. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen her living room? We could, <laughs> potentially. <laughs> but it does give you that, that, right. op that opportunity. And yes, you can do an interview over Zoom. That's, mm -hmm. or whatever platform you choose, clean feed or it doesn't give you that face-to-face. -face. Mm. I'm a strong proponent of what we have here, being able to touch each mm -hmm. one of you and make eye contact mm -hmm. is a different conversation than when we would, if we all four were on remote right now. I really love in-person. I really, really don't like the Zoom meetings and all I of can't. that stuff. I lose interest. Too. I'd rather meet with half the crew mm. in person than Everybody on Zoom. Mm -hmm. yeah. Although, I mean, that's one thing that the whole world shutting down showed mm -hmm. is that, especially with podcasts and things, because of the ones that I listened to mm -hmm. during that time period, they had to go remote. Yeah. So yeah. they were talking on the phone or having, they were getting their face-to-face -face on Zoom, which isn't quite the same, but at least, you know, that's how we stayed connected with the church. Like I, mm -hmm. we spent all that time on Zoom meetings, you know, we live, you know, we recorded stuff and put it out on YouTube, but we had some small group meetings, you know, on Zoom. So you can still remain somewhat connected. I'm with you. Oh, no, I totally I prefer the in-person. Yeah. Thankful for Zoom during... No, yes. absolutely. Yeah. It holds its place. But now that we're beyond the mm -hmm. pandemic, yes. mm -hmm. this means so much more. Oh, yeah. It really does. Even Tuesdays more. are my favorite days. And for people that are thinking about this, they're like, we can't do the time commitment. We don't know if we can commit weekly. You know, we don't know if we have enough to talk about for an hour every week. Honestly, I'll tell you, Lisa and I had those concerns too. Mm -hmm. Like, what are we going to talk about? What are we going to do? I mean, having to go somewhere every Tuesday morning is going to get redundant, you know? But I can honestly say it is my favorite part of the week. I love seeing my friends. 
I love seeing how connected we all are and the time flies by. Yeah. You don't fun. realize how quickly you're doing this and how much fun it is, but also how much it helped us get sponsors mm-hmm. for our fundraisers mm-hmm. and stuff like and that. Meeting new people. And like I said, like it's opportunity for you to expand your network. For me, when I was doing my personal podcast, the best days were wow, I get to meet somebody today that I'm nervous. I am nervous to talk to this person. This is exhilarating. Mm -hmm. And that's the best. That's going and doing that every week. Oh, yeah. You're just like, wow, this is. Yeah, that's fun. This is great. And (laughs) until you're ready to do your own podcast, being a guest on someone else's podcast is a good opportunity to get your message out as well and meet new people. Finding people within your industry and if they have a podcast and you guest on their podcast and now getting in front of their audience, Mm -hmm. the value of that is just (laughs) amazing. I love you. I love how excited (laughs) Aaron gets about this too. (laughs) I just like, I I like helping people get, because obviously you're in your business for a reason. Mm -hmm. You do what you do. You are who you are for a reason. And I like helping that happen more. Mm-hmm. I like seeing you shine. I like mm-hmm. you doing what you do and just getting into it. Just like I get into podcasting and I keep on going on and on about podcasting. Well, that's the topic today. Yeah. <laughs> and you're passionate about it. And I think that's the most important part. Like we're all passionate about what we do, which is why it's so easy to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, guys, um, I think we should skip over to some shout outs. Ooh. And I'm going to shout out Bakhtar Rock. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. You guys are awesome. This well, this you. is a really legit professional setup. And every time every time we have a guest in here, they're always like, wow. Super impressed. This is really impressive. They it's were not huge. expecting this. I wasn't yeah. expecting going back the hallway. Like the one that I had gone to in Herndon before they moved. I don't know what their new space looks like, but it was just a couple of rooms. And when I walked back that hallway, I couldn't believe how big this yeah. is. There's so bigger many than rooms. You think. It's huge. Yeah. 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 This is one of the bigger facilities. Yeah. So it's so professional. So we really appreciate being allowed to come here and hang with you and do this. It's and not having to do any of the editing and the yeah. hard work. <laughs> <laughs> well, I enjoy so it. Thank you for that. Yes. And I love having you guys. I, I thank you for that. It's, it's, uh, when, again, when I found out about the social collectives and what you guys do, it was a no brainer for me. I reached out to you the first time. And like you said, the mm-hmm. first time you guys came in, it was very much like, I just don't know if we would have enough to talk about. Mm-hmm. And then I reached out to you a second time and said, I, I really think you need to have a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and here we are 19 episodes in. And I think it's a wonderful thing. No, yeah. it's been a blessing. Like literally I, I was hesitant as Alina said, but I wouldn't change it for the world. Like, I mean, I'm excited for 2023. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to get better at this to get really more organized, to put some stuff on the calendar and to get some amazing people in here that are fun to talk to. Yeah. We've done that, but they're going to be, we're going to keep moving forward. Also, I want to give a shout out to Leesburg Lifestyle Magazine. Ooh. Oh, I like that. Tell us more. Tell us more. <laughs> so uh, Leesburg Lifestyle Magazine showed up at the Christmas tea. This was unexpected and took a picture, some pictures of us as the team and what was happening with what we're doing with Tree of Life Ministries and Echo. And they are the first media outlet in Loudoun County in the past three years that has showed up to do any kind of coverage for us. We've reached out. Nobody's really interested. But without us even reaching out, 
uh, Leesburg Lifestyle showed up and they're doing an article on us in the social collectives for their February issue. So I'm... (laughs) (laughs) I love the buttons. I'm so thankful that they showed up. It's going to put a highlight on Tree of Life Ministries. It's going to put a highlight on Echo, but it's also going to put some, a little bit of awareness out there that we are a group that does intend to serve our community and our small business owners, our charities, and to really support each other personally. And we're a positive, happy place. And so I'm happy that they saw the value in what we're doing and that they took the time to write about it. So thank you to Leesburg Lifestyle Magazine. We look forward to doing more with you in 2023. Awesome. So exciting. I cannot wait to read the article. And I know. I love that they did this. Like it's unreal. Okay, so my shout out, and I sort of talked about this last week, is to Cynthia Clabonis, I hope I said this right, of CPK Floral Designs. She made a gorgeous, gorgeous arrangement the day before New Year's Eve for a funeral for us. And she was just so amazing to work with. We just sent her one picture. She said, don't worry about it. I got the rest. I will do everything I can to make this easy for you. While a few others who wanted to help said it was too last minute, they couldn't help. It just, it's really great when businesses step up and they care. And the first thing she said to me when I was on the phone with her and I said, thank you was, I have three nephews. I can't imagine what you're going through. And just to see that heart and to see that somebody would dedicate that time and energy to someone that truly needed it. Love that. Um, You will definitely be my florist from now on. I'm not going anywhere else. Thank you so much for showing what an amazing person you are. And it was a gorgeous arrangement. You have to post a picture of that if you have it. I'm waiting for her to send it. Once she does, I will. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. So the great shout out. Yeah. Aaron? Um, I always, I'm always terrible at these things. Uh, I'll just... Um, I'll shout out somebody in the collect. I will shout out Vadim. Oh, yes. yay. Vadim Gulick. Vadim Gulick. I, he I posted a, a video. I had no idea. His episode was a very insightful episode uh-huh. in terms of who he is as a person. Yep. Meeting him at some of the events. He's a great person. He's still got that mysterious part of him. Oh, very mysterious. But I had no idea the extent of his photography and what he does. You're talking about the Alaska video? The Alaska video? I died. I was just like, holy cow. That man is talented. Amazing. He's so good. I will say it this way. The, The way that he takes his photos takes it beyond that wall mm-hmm. where it's not just a regular headshot or something mm-hmm. like that. He gets, he takes it that extra mile yeah. and really gets into who you are mm-hmm. and your picture and mm-hmm. makes it come alive. And his colors are just spot on. Yeah. He's, he's just The great. lighting. And yeah, the way he great. tells the story. It's great. It's just great. even the words he uses to describe yeah. all of it. So yeah, shout out to you, Vadim. We and love I, you, Vadim. I feel like he's just so authentic through and through. I mean, you know, even his Santa, like his Viking <laughs> Santa. That's what I was oh going to say. All <laughs> I could think about was his Viking Santa picture. That was amazing. <laughs> I was, was like, legit. that's so cool. One of the things I don't think we even talked about when he was on the episode is that he's, he was an actor in Ukraine. Really? Yeah, yeah he's a pretty like legit actor in Ukraine before he came over here. He's like a, a really cool guy. We got we to gotta do some more with him. <laughs> 
So Very great, cool. great yeah. shout oh, out. That's a great shout out. I loved yeah. his episode. That was really yeah. good. All right. Yeah. Angie. Um, I guess I'll shout out a restaurant we tried last night. Um, over in Reston at the corner, it's like at Wheelie Avenue and Sunset Hills. I always get sunset and sunrise mixed up. Even Me though. too. Um, but it's not, I looked it up to set, tell a friend where it was. It's at Sunset Hills. There used to be a pizza hut there near the fire hall. And it's now Puppetella. Pizza. Oh, it's apparently there are a bunch yes. of them like in Arlington and stuff too. And my husband spent some time in, I want to say Napoli. That's not mm-hmm. right. Naples, something. And um, he, he spent a couple of years over in Italy years ago and uh, loved their pizza. So he kept saying, I want to try. He liked authentic. the food over there. I want to yeah. see if it's really authentic. And, mm-hmm. you know, the when we went in, the host that seated us. Like you order at the counter, but you, they they serve your food at the table, and they had a bunch of different kinds of pizzas and stuff. And I asked him what the difference was, you know, the host what the difference was, and I wish I'd gotten his name. Usually, I ask people their names, and I didn't last night. And uh, he he explained that the pizza's a little softer or whatever. And um, after he walked away, my 14-year-old son said, that is the most informative thing I've ever heard in a restaurant. You know, not in a, like, wordy way. Right. Like, you know right. what it's like getting yeah, yeah, a compliment yeah. from yeah. a teenager. Like, That's he, a lot. He was really impressed with how that was, like, the it's best information explained. somebody's ever yeah. given him in a restaurant. So I went and told the guy before we left. But the pizza was amazing. You know, I'm sometimes a little hesitant to try new things. I'm, I'm be trying to be a grown-up and eat more stuff. But, <laughs> That's um, always yeah. not easy. But it really was really good. So oh and I was glad we finally tried I it. I had some in so. Arlington. My son Jake showed me. He was like, oh my gosh, mom, you have to try this place. It is the bomb. Delicious. And when I looked up, when um, Maria said that they had some in Arlington, I looked it up and they're opening one in Leesburg <gasps> and another one in Chantilly. Oh my God, yay. So, oh, awesome. Yeah. I'm excited. So I was impressed. On a diet, you know. so it's gonna be I'll, it'll be my one meal don't look at it as a diet everybody if you're dieting for the new year stop dieting it's a lifestyle change you're making some changes make you don't you can't look at it as a diet because diets are short term yeah live your best life girl I I'm am. not saying go trying whole to lose hog weight. Anything, That's my best life. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we're, we all, you know, everybody wants to yeah. be healthier and you just make healthy lifestyle changes instead of, you know. Okay. Like smoothies for breakfast. Yeah. Smoothies for breakfast. <laughs> uh, they're actually delicious and filling. Okay. So we are going to pop over to the Kids Collective. Uh, we're going to, we did some interviews at the Dulles Town Center Mall during the Collective Kids Vendor event. And this is one of them. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the Kids Collective Vendor Event at the Dulles Town Center Mall. I'm here with Tucker with Tucker's Treasures. Tucker, hi. Thanks for being here. Would you mind telling us a little bit about your business? Yeah, definitely. Um, I buy and resell on eBay. It's a lot of fun, I'll tell you that. And I buy stores and all that. And I buy and sell on eBay, and I I have big business, like it's got big fast, like really fast, I'll tell you that. Um, I I just, I don't know how to explain it. It's that big. It's really cool, so yeah. Okay, Tucker, you are not exaggerating. You are a boss. So yep. when, when did you start this business? Um, I started it in three years ago, so I started when I was nine. Oh my gosh, so you've, you're a seasoned veteran at this entrepreneurship. Oh yeah. Okay, so one of the things about your business that I was completely floored by is that you're, are you making six figures or? 
definitely, close to it. Definitely. Yep. And your father is actually working for me. Yes. <laughs> and it's not the other way around. He works for me. And he loves his job because he plays the toys. Oh my gosh. I love you, Tucker. So <laughs> you really made your dad's dreams come true. Oh yeah. He plays his old, old toys every day and I put his parts and stuff. And like, and he listens. I'm like, oh my God, it's so much fun. I saw your booth out here and it does look like so much fun. Yep. So tell us, what are some of your, some of the treasures that you have that you're selling? I sell vintage toys, video games, basically everything. I sell, I sell everything. Like I have 2,500 square feet stuff, so I sell everything. I saw that you had some vintage um, He-Man yep. and um, WWE, WWF figures, mm-hmm. uh, some Batman, Star Wars. Uh, what else? Um, it's basically everything, but it's toys, video games. That's what I focus on, because that stuff is goes. It's fast. gold. It's gold, right? Yeah. If it's vintage, even new stuff, it just goes like, bow. And so you sell it on eBay, right? Yep. Okay. How did you figure out how to do eBay? My dad said, you're crazy. I don't. You're so crazy. You should not do eBay. I said, hey, want, want proof on this? And, and, I, and I sell stuff on eBay, and now, now six digits, and he's like, God damn it. <laughs> Tucker, I love you. Yep. Um, okay, well, it sounds like your father was wrong, and you were yep. right. Is, is there a long uh, pattern of this happening? Oh, it happens every day. I prove him wrong. I'm like, oh, he's like, it's a horrible bike. I'm like, you know, it has one wheel. This one wheel. I sold five hundred bucks. And he said, "Why you're buying this?" I said, "Oh, I can have six dollars." I go right behind his back and buy it. And he's like, "Come on!" The next day, boom, like that. I sold five hundred dollars. Oh my gosh! Wow. It sounds like your father really has a gem in you. Uh, his retirement plan is secure. I'm sure. Oh yeah. So Tucker, let me ask you this: If you could think of one thing that is your favorite thing about being a young entrepreneur, what would that be? Scalability. I like scaling it, getting bigger and bigger and bigger. It started golf balls in the river, and now I'm like, ooh, now six digits? Oh, my gosh. You can buy a freaking house with that. Yes, you can. In many states, you can buy three houses with that. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. All right. Well, I really appreciate you being here, Tucker. Thank you. Yep. See ya. Bye. All right. Cool. All right, so I think that's it. We're going to wrap it up. Thank you for being here with us today, Aaron and Angie. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, thank you. This was a fun one. I say that every time, guys. Yeah, and I will say real quick about podcasting, you don't need to even contact Bach to Rock. Just contact me straight. Mm -hmm. I mean, I would love to talk to you and help you out in any way I can. And even if you need guidance, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Remember Remember that when I call you. (laughs) And I have a website. If you need to go to AaronSeftic.com, you can contact me there as well. That's and he's fun. also one of the moderators in the Loudon group, so mm-hmm. you can find him there. Yes. You might need to spell the Seth Chick part. S-E-F, Seth Chick. Kind of like Seth Chick. Oh, there you go. Seth. Yeah, Seth. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So, Coel. So, Coel. So, Coel. <laughs>